Just kidding, I'm just kidding. My name is Paul Huff, and you are listening to The Horrible Movie Podcast. I'm not Spanish. Was that what that was? My name is Paul Huff, and you're listening to The Horrible Movie Podcast. Welcome to The Horrible Movie Podcast. Paul Huff's in the house. What's what up, up, dude? Hey, Thanks, uh, you doing okay? I'm doing well. How are you? I'm pretty good. Um, watch this movie. I, wa- I watched this movie, Judge Dredd, that you suggested. Hey, you wanted a bad one. Paul told me a couple years ago, he said, I base all of my life choices off of this movie, off Judge Dredd. Pretty much. My love for justice, <laughs> my just complete respect for the law. Yeah. comes from the fact that Sylvester Stallone is the law. Well, and you are wearing uh, the shoulder, I don't know what you call them, but they have a gold falcon or eagle or something on it here. They're real uh, shiny. I like to is call that solid them gold? Bling, shoulder bling. Solid shoulder gold. bling. It's actually, it's actually gold-plated nickel. Shoulder bling is underrated. We don't see enough of that. You don't. MC um, Hammer can tell you all about it. Phil, uh, have you seen this movie? I don't think I have. Like even when it first came out. Did you ever read the comic book? No. Okay. I, I to show my ignorance about this when Paul and I were talking before we hit record, I was asking him if the character was Marvel or DC. I, I, I just, don't think it is. It's DC. It's DC. Is I it? I was thinking Marvel, but I was wrong. So yeah, I, I literally know nothing about Judge Dredd. It's weird. It's like a Punisher but not Punisher. Anyway, uh Paul, um you were last on the show. At Planet Comic Con. Planet Comic Con. That was a weekend. We had a good time. We, we did. We have, always, we have, always a have a good time. You've done two of those now. If I don't get to do a third, I'm going to throw a fifth. Oh, you'll get to do ah. a third. You're on the road crew. You're on a road, road crew. crew. You're on I'm the road roadie. Team. Well, no, you're here to carry you're not 70 a, pounds of popcorn anywhere we, did we go. We do that across the <laughs> square there and whatever. In the pouring rain. Yeah, in the pouring rain. I've got popcorn. Oh, in the pouring rain. Oh. Sorry. That was some of the best singing you've ever done. It's pretty good. Me. Um, I just imagine me in a video with my shirt off, yeah. standing in the rain, singing about popcorn in the pouring rain, while in the distance someone dressed as Harley Quinn walks by at Planet Comic Con, <laughs> or someone dressed as Pikachu walks by. Oh, man. Or even better, Ric Flair and Jerry oh, the King Law. They were there. They were there. And we saw Stephen Amell, uh, mm-hmm. Phil's mm-hmm. wife, met. Stephen Amell? Yeah, she did. Without and Phil. She was like, Phil, you don't get to come. That was yeah, the best exactly. Baby, she stiff-armed Baby Phil. Jordan. And She's like, here, take our child. No, Baby Jordan was win the picture, Oh, right? that's right. She's like, I'm going to take the baby as bait. <laughs> that's basically what she said. She's like, I'm taking my baby as bait. He's got a little child. I'm going to take my child. This will be a great talking point. Icebreaker, baby. Icebreaker. Icebreaker, baby. Oh, well, baby, baby. That could be a cool dating service. Look. <laughs> yeah, rent women my baby. Love, women <laughs> love babies. You can so rent guess my baby rent for these babies. Well, this is bad. Hour. This is really going south. This is going poorly. Just That's to be illegal, clear, right? just to be clear, would never okay that. Oh, Not for it, I can't it. imagine a scenario where I would ever think that would be a good idea. Yeah, it's because there isn't one. Now, what about pup? What about a puppy? Like a puppy? Room? Oh yeah, like I totally. I mean, puppy mill this place out. Oh, you know, you're see? gonna get boycotted oh, now because I said that. He, folks, he did Peter not mean. Peter hates the horrible oh, movie podcast. Don't do that. Like, yeah, no, no, don't do that. We are just against. Um, you. I wasn't meaning. I guess maybe. 
someone would think that the dogs were abused. If Animals were like, abusers. Yeah, but we didn't mean that. They're treated very well. They're living all the They're lettuce they want pups. to eat. We call them pampered pups. You can rent one of our pampered pups for a penny. <laughs> doggy, no, it'd be called doggy dates. Doggy dates. Mm, all right. Um, so Judge Dredd. Hey, Sylvester Stallone. I don't even know how to do a Sylvester Yo, Adrian. Hey, hey, yo, what? I'm Judge Dredd. I am the law. That was pretty good. Uh, Sylvester Stallone. Uh. In the future, one man is the law. That's the tagline. In the tag future, line. one man he, is the law, and it's Judge Dredd. Mm-hmm. This golden shoulders. You know, uh, they wanted to get Arnold for this movie first. What? Yep, that was well, I'm first. glad they didn't. He was technically the first person they had in mind. Well, he's technically the worst person. But, but don't you think it would have been the same thing? I mean, come on. Different accent. Well, yeah, but all Still just hokey. as not able to understand. All hokey pokey. Yes, he a law. Um, I think that Stallone is made for things like this, though. Don't you think? Yeah, he doesn't have to be, like, super acty in this movie. Um, I mean, it would have been great if he did some acting. <laughs> that didn't take place, but uh, he just kind of has to be like Big Buff, shoot everybody still. Hey, and he does I it. Oh, uh, yeah. I'm in control. There's a muscle. point, folks, where he gives a speech in this movie, and it is glorious. And it's like, it's almost like um, we had Ross Osmek on here a long time ago to do Street Fighter, and Guile gives a speech, and it's almost like that in this, where you're like, you do realize we're not taking your character very seriously, right? <laughs> I I don't think he realizes that. In fact, I'm not sure anybody in this movie realized that. You don't think he got back to his trailer after that and looked at himself in the mirror in this outfit and goes, "What am I doing?" And no, then he goes, "Oh yeah, no, no, all this no. money. This is I think this case of money. That's what I'm doing." I think that Stallone's like one of those character actor folks that like stays in character the entire time he's filming the movie. Oh so he probably got back in front of the mirror and was like. I am the law. I knew you were going to say that. You know, type thing. <laughs> he, he repeats that line like 50 times in this movie, by the well, way. Well, he's the equivalent of uh, Mr. Freeze. I knew you know how Mr. Freeze, that. like Schwarzenegger as Mr. Freeze is like always, everything's a pun about ice, ice puns. So Judge Dredd is law puns. All law puns. <laughs> Law-based comedy. Man, that's my favorite. <laughs> I love that. Boston legal. Boston legal. That's basically it. Uh, yeah, all those things. Yuck. Denny Crane. Uh, let's talk about some deets. It's time for some deets. Judge Dredd. Uh, directed by Danny Cannon. Uh, his friends call him Dan Can. <laughs> uh, produced by Ed Pressman, who, which he does a lot of stuff. Pressman, Pressman produ- Production Company. Um, let's see. This is based on Judge Dredd, the comic, the uh, graphic novel by John Wagner. I'm assuming it's Wagner, not Wagner. John Wagner. And Carlos Esquera. I'm going to assume Esquera and not Esquaro. Good. Well, it's a, a, E-Z-Q-U-E-R-R-A, Esquera, I'm assuming. Sure. Starring the very talented Sylvester Stallone. Starring Armand Asante, who looks a lot like Sylvester Stallone. I think he looks a lot like Tom Sizemore. I thought that's yeah. who it was. In okay, the beginning I got when you. I first saw him. I was like, not drugged out Tom Sizemore? Well, Diane Lane is in this. What? 
What am She's I, a good actress. What have I seen her in? Lots. Do you have one that you uh, know of off the top of your head? No. Please, everyone, if you're listening on the <laughs> if you're lots. listening on the radio or uh, in your Yell car right now, right screaming now. it, just scream it at the radio. That always helps when I do things like this. Diane Lane, folks, just help me. I don't have time to look it up on the Google machine. Um, Diane Lane is in it. She's actually pretty good in it. She's just struggling to carry this thing around. It's like when Ric Flair would wrestle Lex Luger, and you go, "All right, well, Rick, gotta carry him around the ring for a while." Yeah, the thing with her is. You know how one of our frustrations, we've talked about this in the past, is when you can see people acting? Yeah. Like, you can see her acting, but the reason you can see her acting is because everybody else is so bad around her yes. that, like, you can tell there's a difference in what she's doing. Yeah. That's bad. Well, and and honestly, like, um, old uh, Sylvester Stallone is always tapped out on how he acts, so it really isn't like it's... Uh, you know, he's not really possible taking the next level. What's his most... I mean, Rocky's his most acclaimed movie, right? It's gotta be. Uh, I mean, you would, you could maybe make an argument for Rambo. Now, again, all these movies came out when I was like four and five, so just throwing that out okay, there. Okay, so... I'm not even born in some cases. But I said I wasn't gonna do it, but Diane Lane won. She's been a lot. She was married to Josh Brolin, who is gonna play Thanos. Um, and it also he's also gonna play Cable. Well, he's been playing Thanos. She was also in the new uh, Man of Steel and Batman v She's Superman. Martha Kent. Yeah. She's Superman's she's mom. Superman's mama. Uh, Inside Out, she's the mom on that. And other things here. Many things. She's been in a lot of things. She's a good actress. So, Diane Lane, if you ever want to come on here, feel free. Hey, y'all, Sylvester Stallone, if you ever want to come on this show. We, I would not say no to you, sir. Yo, Jack, I'm right here. Nope, that was terrible. What Just was kidding. that? Yeah, I was trying <laughs> Mr. to be T? Stallone. That was not even close. Mr. Yo, T? Yo, Jack, what up? <laughs> yeah. I pity the fool. I pity the fool to come on your podcast. Yeah, 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 yeah. All right, uh, Rob Schneider. Why, Rob Schneider? Why? Did you realize that Rob Schneider was just Rob? Like, he didn't need a character name. He was just Rob Schneider. Like, this was his character from Deuce Bigelow and the Benchwarmers and every Adam Sandler weird. movie. Very and, weird. I mean, it was just, like, same. Oh, look, there's Rob Schneider being Rob Schneider. Um, That's about it. Max von Sydow, he was in, he'd been in a lot of stuff, too. But uh, he's in Bill and Ted's Bogus Journey. Um, James Earl Jones. Is in it? Does the narration best part of the movie? It is the best part of the movie. In the future, um, produced by Hollywood Pictures and Ed Pressman Film. Budget, I right, rewind. Release date June thirtieth, nineteen ninety five, and the budget was ninety million, and it made a hundred and thirteen million. So people did go see it. I mean, yeah. it, are you ready for thirty second synopsis? Sure. Are you sure? Yes. Okay, thirty second synopsis. Paul Huffed. On your mark, get set, gozy. We are introduced very early on to Sylvester Stallone's character, Judge Dredd. He is framed by his ex-partner slash best friend, who he finds out later is his brother, who escapes from prison to frame him for murders that he did not commit so they can overthrow the entire governmental system that has put in place where the judges rule. The whole rest of the movie from that point is Judge Dredd making his comeback, fighting for what's right, and being the law because he is awesome. <laughs> Touchdown, Paul! My hands are raised in case you can't see it because this is a podcast. But Touchdown, the end, Paul. Because I nailed that one. All right. That nailed. was way better than the last that one I did. That was good. <laughs> it's really good, actually. Uh, Judge Dredd, his outfit, his helmet, his gold, his golden shoulders. The world is on his shoulders. 
he has a lot to do in this movie. Um, like yeah. everything. Yeah, he's he's because he is the everything. He's the guy. In a world that is torn asunder, there's deserts outside of the of their mega cities they live in. They live in a huge. Is it New York they live in? No, I believe something so. like that equivalent to I that. Think it's supposed to be because there's a bunch of other little ones they talk about anyway. Um, and so they he has to keep the law, and that's just Judge Dredd. Uh, Paul, when we come back, we will be talking about Judge Dredd. And the power plot of Judge Dredd, we shall return. I'll be right back. Now it's time for the power plot. It's about Judge Dredd. If you just forgot, Judge Dredd is the number one criminal fighter. What just happened to my rap? It turned into a pile of, you know what? Crap. Now, what? Anyway, Judge Dredd rap. That came out. That was out. terrible. And well, I'm I glad had you didn't tag Judge Dredd that. coming to your house. Here's what I was going to say. Judge Dredd coming to your house today. Judge Dredd's going to blow criminals away. What? What? If you break the law, you'll hear from him, you know. Judge Dredd's going to send you to the long walk outside of the walls of the city. That Judge Dredd was rap. So power bad. plot. <laughs> power plot, dude. Um, I gotta tell you that rap is gonna be real easy to follow. Judge Dredd coming <laughs> to your house today. Um, blow all of you criminals away. Hey, hey. Judge, listen when, to what I say. Yeah, you listen to what I say. Stallone if you is do the wrong, law. Judge Dredd says, no way. Wait. <laughs> Stallone is the law. He eats crab claws. <laughs> the hillbillies out in the wilderness called their dad Paul. What about the? What about them? That was nuts. Oh, uh, that one guy. Oh, and let me say this first before the I robot say this. was Nick Nolte, right? Oh gosh, it uh, had to be. Okay, so folks, this is obviously this is a family friendly show. Um, this is a rated R movie. I, I really didn't even. I, I I didn't. I know there was some. Not by today's ten, by today's standards, yeah, it's I, like. PG thirteen maybe. Yeah, I I, I was kind of surprised it had a rated R rating. They used to be a lot more conservative back in the day. That's true. This this is true. This is true. That's all those eighties movies with. I'll tell you what. All the kinds people of, out there in that Los Angeles used they to don't be a know, lot more concerned nothing. with morals. All right. So check it out. <laughs> Judge Dredd. Judge Dredd. In a future, in a world where, okay, the world basically has gotten too hot. And by 2080, we're living in a planet that's uninhabitable, basically. So all humans, um, they are kind of huddled into these mega cities, and they're huge, and they're filled with crime. Okay, filled to the brim with crime. With crime, citizen riots, to be exact, major problem. Yes, major, major pain, issue. a major pain for us, a major cut mm-hmm, in mm-hmm. our. Uh, society um so all of the world in this mega city is judged by the judges much like the bible much like in the bible the judges they had judges too that's actually what this comic was based off of is that real no i don't know it might be sounds right sounds good we did our research Um, sounds real good we really did our research here (laughs) pretty sure this comic oh graphic novel has biblical origins it's true. That's why you were such a big fan of it when you first read it. Um, yep. So they are, the judges combine the following five things. A police officer, a judge, 
jury, executioner, and a number one awesome dude. That's, Nailed it. Um, <laughs> Nailed it. So Judge Dredd is the lead judge. He's the chief judge superstar, Joseph Dredd. Uh, it's played by Sylvester Stallone. Or as I like to call him in this movie, Bad to the Bones He Stallone. is the number <laughs> He is Bad to the Bones Stallone. He is the number one street judge. His, he has a first-year judge along with him named Judge Hershey. Which makes me want some chocolate. Yes. <laughs> and uh, there's uh, Rob Schneider we meet as well. He is the comic relief. He is totally thrown in there because he was at his highest peak, I think, probably at this point. Yeah, just coming off being the bellboy on Home Alone doesn't get any better than that. <laughs> and your cheese pizza, sir. <laughs> Young Kevin. Young Kevin, uh, tip. Yeah. The did. tip. Oh, sure. Here you go. Here's a buck. Here's Thanks, my Kevin. Gum. Here's my cheese. Here's. Oh, that is what he gave him. Yeah. He gave him a piece of gum. So gross. Um. So he's in this movie, and I, what'd you think about Rob Schneider in this movie? It's the same old Rob Schneider. I mean, it's the same Rob Schneider you get in every Rob Schneider movie slash every Rob you know, Schneider appearance. He was funny. Like there were parts that he was funny ish, but I mean, literally it's the same thing you get every time he's going to yell loud about something. He's going to like be really overreactive and he's going to talk and speak when he shouldn't. He's going to be every character that he's ever been. Just there's a little bit of Deuce Bigelow in there. Yes. You know, there's a little bit of the (laughs) Bayou bill. From Waterboy, I don't think that was his actual character's name. Yeah, that was a, quite a character. There's all kind of stuff. There's nuts. So um, he has a special weapon called a Lawgiver, and it's a voice-activated uh, firing thing. He voice-activates yes. it. It fires up. It can go do all kinds of things. It it does everything. I'm so glad that you brought that up because I actually brought a clip for you that has to do with this. Oh, the perfect. best, the best, most perfect voice command that you would ever want to give a gun that accepts voice commands, this is what it is. You ready for this? Double whammy. Double whammy. All the commands he gives. Double whammy. And it goes, he, he goes, double whammy. Like the, what's the ro- Play it again. I'm going to hear it again. I got to hear this again. Double whammy. Double whammy. The gun Double confirms. whammy. Not to be confused with all those other commands you might get, gun. Confirm double whammy. Oh, well, double whammy. That's a double whammy. Double whopper. He cues up the double whammy ammunition to take out two guys at once. Is that that what you're Yes. Okay. I mean, there's like lots of different things it can do. Like you would think, like it can incinerator rounds that like lights up on fire and grenade rounds. And it's got a flare. It's got a a, a, signal flare. flare, And then all of a sudden, what do we have? Double whammy. I, I mean, I laughed so hard when that came out. <laughs> I shouldn't have laughed that hard at something that stupid. But the, this movie is pretty it dumb. It's pretty fantastic. Um, we find out very early that we have the comic relief in Rob Schneider. We have the main bad guy who's been, um, who's a guy named Rico, who's a former judge. He has gotten out of prison because he fooled the uh, the guys that were keeping him in this mm-hmm. the weird, warden. In this, this weird, weird prison, yeah. High max security prison. That just would he could push people over the edge. Yeah. And then get the warden shot up by guns. Um Fantastic. he then decides he go he goes to what is essentially a pawn shop and he finds a gun. He finds a lawgiver that takes a voice command. 
but it can only be held by a judge. Well, he's a former judge, and we find out later that Judge Dredd actually is the reason that this guy, Rico, was in prison. He was his best friend. And later we find out it was also his... Dun, dun, dun. His DNA brother clone. Brother clone. My friends call me brother clone. That's actually how his voice goes. <laughs> I guess I like Ernest there for a second. Ernest P. Whirl. That's his name. I hope that's brother actually clone. What if it's Ernest like Sil- Whirl, here's Sylvester's brother clone. Hey, Rico, how's it going? Oh, I'm doing okay there. <laughs> doing okay there, no, Greg. He sounds exactly like Sylvester Stallone. Yeah. He's very similar. To, to Do you Stallone. know that he actually started his career as Sylvester Stallone's body double? Yeah, that makes sense. Also not true. Oh. But I thought I'd throw that out there. <laughs> anyway. Sounded good. The last time uh, Armand Asante was on this podcast, he was on Paradise Alley, who we had Tom Lavera from the Washington Times Is that Times guy still here. alive? Armand Asante. Yeah, he's still alive. Is he still doing anything? When's uh, the last time he was in a I don't, movie? I don't know, but he was in a movie that um, Sylvester Stallone sang on the soundtrack of, which was the greatest song I've ever heard in my whole life. Oh, that's so good. Too close to paradise. <laughs> what? It's like, oh my gosh. Sylvester Stallone <laughs> should sing on every soundtrack. Every and this one he would be. He should be like Will Smith. Every time Will Smith was in a movie, like... Back in the day, there yeah. was some rap song. Wow, 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 you be oh, you be eight. Wow, wow, West. <laughs> and this is would be what Jim the, West. The Judge Dredd soundtrack would be like, except this would be like some emotional song. It'd be like this doesn't even it's fit. Super serious. Yeah, yeah. he'd yeah. be like, I am the law here alone on my own. No feelings. Got my lawgiver at my side. <laughs> Gonna go home. <laughs> I had to stop that. That was going down. This is family-friendly podcast. <laughs> I am the judge and the jury and the executioner. What is this, Nickelback? Yeah. <laughs> oh, sorry, Nickelback. You make millions. They do make millions. <laughs> um. Okay, so Judge Dredd. So check it out. Judge Dredd, uh, his brother... Brother Rico. Brother Rico uh, steals a, or no, he buys a gun. No, steals he, it. Steals he steals it. it. He kills the guy he, with it. Yeah, once he's like, oh, don't, the pawn shop guy's like, don't touch the gun. It can only be held by a judge. He's like, I guess I am a judge. Shoot and you in the face. he shoots him, yeah. Then he sets up a hit job. Of, well, he didn't set it up. He does a hit job. Mm-hmm. He dresses up as Judge Dredd, which is really funny. In this future world, they can't analyze the bottom half of your face to figure out it was not Judge Dredd. <laughs> no um, and then, um, so they, uh, he, he does his hit job on this uh, news reporter named Mitchell Ryan. Mitchell Ryan is the in-your-face, hard-hitting Dan Rather of his time. He's going to... Ooh, I like that. He's going to... He's the Cronkite. Rather. He's the Dan Rather. He's the Brandon Beck. He's, he's the, the Bob yeah. Costas. <laughs> he's the Bob Costas. Who else? Who's the guy that made up all the stories? Brian oh, Williams. Gosh, What's Brian his name? <laughs> Is that his name? Brian Williams? He did. He Something talked about Williams. his chopper experience, and it was like he's, like, he's never been I aired. got shut down in Nam. You weren't born yet. Oh, yeah. Yep, sorry. So, anyway, he, he sets up this hit job on Mitchell Ryan, who's been really ripping on Judge Dredd, how he's not, not doing his job. It's not effective. Um, they're leaving, you know, they're leading by fear, basically. We got to really rethink this. We got to rethink our inks here. Well, Rico is a very staunch anti-First Amendment guy, I feel like it. So he's, <laughs> he's definitely going to take out the media. He's taking oh, yeah. on the media. 
Rico. Fake news. He doesn't like I fake news. Yeah, I don't. He knew I, that again, was no politics pledge. This isn't. This I, isn't I feel politics. like we're veering, but I'm not gonna. This isn't politics. <laughs> this is Judge Dredd. This is Judge Dredd, and there just so <laughs> happens to have been fake news in Judge. Dredd. But well, Rico believes it to be fake news. That's true. Rico then, in fact, goes to Mitchell's house dressed as the Judge Dredd, walks in the and Judge goes nighty night, or he says, uh, well, I don't know what he says, some something. I don't even remember him here's talking. Your, here's your lead story. <laughs> and he shoots him up. <laughs> bang, bang, hey, bang. I got a headline for you. Pow, pow. I got a headline for you. There's two of you. Here's 74 bullets. <laughs> Double whammy. <laughs> Double whammy. Anyway. I knew you were going to say that. Double whammy. <laughs> um, so check this out. Uh, then the video footage in this futuristic world. Um they have voice activated guns, but they cannot figure out how to figure out which judge killed this, killed these people. And so they they're like, it's gotta be Judge Dredd. Yeah. It's gotta be. You know what just hit me? The way that they trapped Judge Dredd was because his DNA was on each bullet because it transferred like there was this this was their argument, this big technological <laughs> DNA transferred from the hand grip to the oh bullet. So each casing gosh. had his DNA on it. But it would have because it was his brother, so the DNA was similar enough for him to think. And they're it was clones, Judge right? Dredd. Yeah, but it wasn't. They're clones, so they're. That makes sense to me now. Yeah, well, so they yeah. have. Um, they've they've tracked down. There's a big court case. It's it's something ripped right out of Matlock. It's it's ripped right from a Matlock episode. Matlock comes in and goes. So you so y'all saying. So y'all saying the Judge Dredd is who shot these people? When did Colonel Sanders I get do to the declare, proceedings? <laughs> I do declare the Judge Dredd was not there. Now, would you like original or extra crispy? Finger looking good. Mm, finger looking good. So, actually, Diane Lane is she's is a Judge you, you Dredd. Going there with you. She come, is. Look, well, no, I didn't stop. say that. Did, no, no, family friendly. This family is family friendly, friendly but. You, all of a sudden, producer Phil says finger looking good, and then you're like, speaking of Diane Oh, Lane. my gosh. <laughs> That's what you said. We've moved past this. Let's move Fine, past Fine, move this. past it, family past friendly. This fake news. Diane Lane. purporting on us here. Diane Lane. Okay, so Diane Lane is the, is the actual lawyer. Diane Lane. She's the Matt Murdock of this story. <laughs> she comes to his defense. She um, pleads his case. The other lawyer, played by Saul from... Better Call Saul comes in and he says, well, here's this footage we got from Mitchell Ryan's house. Roll that beautiful. And it's footage. Judge Dredd and everyone's getting shot up. It's great. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, um, mm -hmm. So there it is. So check this out. Judge Dredd has to go. Um, he's sentenced to life. They were going to sentence him to death. But Max von Sydow, Justice Fargo, who's Chief Justice of all time, mm -hmm. yes, um, he says, "I will, I will resign and I will retire." But in order to retire in this world, when you quit working, you're forced to go do the long walk, which is walking in the wilderness to your death, basically. Again, yeah. Why? Um, Makes no sense. Right. Hey, right. Um, we'll so. <laughs> They don't have like a I'm retirement still, community. I'm still struggling with world? the Diane Lane thing. Um, Diane Lane. I'm still struggling here. Okay, continuing on, moving forward. Um, so Griffin. Um, Completely and totally distracting. Speaking of Diane Lane. 
She was. Oh my gosh, Paul! Come on, man. Hey, bleep that. You're gonna have to bleep a bunch of stuff now. Bleep all. Just bleep my whole interview. Okay. <laughs> just have, just have Jack talking to bleeps his entire. Here we podcast. got Paul beep. <laughs> <laughs> we haven't had a good censorship in a while on here. Yeah. This is gonna be good. Real Not since Conrad Thompson. <laughs> Not since Conrad Thompson and Chris Ballou have we had. Anyway, solid. Yours is more of a content thing. Those were just words he said. I, I couldn't I, say. I don't know. What um, okay, what so check this out. <laughs> Judge Dredd is forced to go to a, a, a prison colony in the Aspen colony, which is in allegedly Colorado, but it's a you know very sandy Colorado now. Um, he has to sit next to Rob Schneider, which is prison unto itself. It's actually a worse, <laughs> worse punishment than death. And Rob Schneider is only there because Judge Dredd, he, Rob Schneider got out of jail. Mm-hmm. And they put him back in jail. Straight into for what? A, oh, for being for, accidentally part of a crime. Well, yeah, basically. The ship is shot down by the Angel Gang, which is this uh, group of cannibalistic uh, people, and they're like one big happy family, which is really gross. Uh, there's a squad of um, judges that go to investigate the crash, uh, and um, basically. They Judge Dredd is kind of held captive by this family. He escapes, uh, and then Herman, who is Rob Schneider, and him infiltrate back into the city to try to clear Judge Dredd's good name. And there's a big fight, fight, fight. We forgot about the ABC robot, which ABC Warrior. I have no idea what that's supposed to be, but it's this big robot thing that is from many, many years ago in this war that they had for the world, basically. Supposed to be shut down. Yeah, they had got him out of mothballs, and he uses him to kill people. And uh, long story short, uh, there's a big fight at the end. Uh, they release some clones. They release some clones during this fight, but... They don't do anything. But you don't understand, one of the things you're missing is literally the greatest line of the movie. And my second clip that we're probably going to have to wait on the train for. <laughs> But that's fine. But 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 literally the greatest line of any movie that I have ever watched. This rivals. No one makes me bleed my own blood. <laughs> no one. Nobody makes me bleed my own blood. Nobody. This is that good. Are you ready? I am ready. Here we go. Dredd. I should have put you down myself. Personally. <laughs> you know I never understood that. Me neither. <laughs> Me neither. I never understood that either. Here's why. I should have put you down myself. Personally. That's what myself means. That's literally what the word myself means. It means that you should have done it. And you had to follow that up with personally. Like I should have done that myself through somebody else. I should have done that myself through Judge Hershey. No, you moron. Myself means personally. I should have put you down myself. They fight it out in Personally. in Statue of Liberty's head, by the way, which is in the middle of the city now, which is really weird. I don't understand. And they um, they fall. Or, uh, Rico falls. Okay. Uh, and that's it. Judge Dredd has cleared his name. Thank the Lord. And uh, he's fine. And they want to make him the president of the world, but he says, I'm just a lowly street judge. When we come back, Paul, we will talk about a few other things. We'll be right back. Goods and bads. Let's talk about some goods and bads in this movie. Uh, Paul, what's one good thing in this movie? Sylvester Stallone's costume. 
He had golden a, shoulders. The golden shoulders, the helmet. The helmet was like a legit helmet. It was for, cool. for that day in 1995. Yeah, it looked way ahead it of its time. It, they did. It, it looked good. They spent some money on this costume. And I got to tell you, he fills out the helmet really well. Just saying, like, so in the new, there's a newer Judge Dredd. Don't know if this is yeah, a buzzkill. Yeah. I'm not talking about, but his head, the helmet looks way too big for his head. Yeah. Not real well Carl, fitting. And Carl, I like Carl Urban, that actor, but yeah. in that role, I'm just like, why do they make this? Mm, good question. Um, What's a bad? Rob Schneider. <laughs> yeah, that was weird. It was weird. I was just like watching the movie and I was, I was pleasantly surprised with how good I thought it was going. Does that make like I expected it to just be awful, and then it wasn't completely awful, and then Rob Schneider showed up, and I was like, "Why?" Why? The tone of the movie changed <laughs> completely. And I, the judge, like Judge Judd in general, is a lot like Punisher, like how the Punisher in the comic, yeah. in the comic book is, is like he's just like, uh, why? Why did I? Why am I saying that you need to be punished? Because I'm the Punisher, and I'm going to blow you up. I mean, I don't really, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I'm the Punisher. I'm the, person that, I'm the person that does this. Uh, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and Judge Dredd's the same way. No nonsense, man. And then Rob Schneider. No nonsense. <laughs> Rob Schneider. That was Weird. my impression of Rob Schneider. They, they could have gotten a lot of other actors to do this. Lots. You know who would have been good in that role? Who? Chris Rock. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking more the lines of Alf. Would have been good if they're gonna really, if they're really solid. Go they should have done Big Bird. <laughs> oh, Judge Dredd, why are you doing this? <laughs> we need to be nice to the kids in the on the block. I didn't say Mickey Mouse. What was that? That was Mickey Mouse. Yeah. I don't know how to do a Big Bird impression. <laughs> All right, um, my good would be. Um, I thought that. Hell no! I almost said some of the action scenes. There's some green screen. Let's go bad first. The green screen stuff in this movie, oof, it's brutal. real 1995. No, it's not. You know it's why? Worse? You know why it's worse than that? What's in 1995? Two words, Phil. What am I going to say right now? Jurassic Park. That's true. Jurassic What's the rebuttal? Park was well, real it did, good. you know, Jurassic Park came out two years before this, okay, and had moving dinosaurs that people interacted with. That weren't even there. But that's the Spielberg. Spielberg. <laughs> that's the power that's the of... Spielberg. <laughs> Steven Spielberg. Yeah. Steven. And in this movie... Spielberg. In this movie, they're like... They can't even act next to Stallone, let alone a fake dinosaur. <laughs> they were acting next to a fake dinosaur. Hey, yo. Hey, <laughs> what are you hey, talking about? Hey, yo. To shave off. That's what they were doing. Rob Schneider's like, hey, look, guys, I'm acting with a fake dinosaur. Hey, they call him Sylvester Stallone. Is this a, is this a T-Rex or <laughs> he was like, Stallone? I have big head, little arms. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Anyway, so that, that was my And my goods, I guess I'm just going to say he kind of was like Punisher. He's like Punisher light. Yeah. Which is fun. If you like comic books, you know, maybe you check it out. Maybe you go to your local Barnes & Noble. You can find, I guarantee you'll find a Judge Dredd graphic novel at your local Barnes and Noble. Um, a great place for friends, coffee, and also books. And now, a current location of our new sponsor, Let Us Serve You. Um, all right, so if you're listening to the Tuesday episode, you know what I'm talking about. All right, so let's talk about this. Let's rate this, Paul. One horrible being. Pretty bad. 
Five Horribles being um, a what that one dinosaur from Jurassic Park that spits stuff in Newman's face. Uh, I'm going to give it... That's the sound it made. Just like that. No, my face! I'm going to give it three Horribles. Yeah, it's pretty good. That's about right. It was a solid three Horrible rating. Yes. Um, this is pretty not good. Not as bad as Double Dragon. Oh, yeah. Like, it, it definitely could have been way worse. And the only thing, one of the things I think I'd say, like, I think I would have given it worse of a rating if it didn't actually have, like, a definitive plot. Does that make sense? Like, there was, like, a beginning, middle, and end. It actually had a, story, a story arc, and there was a line, and it completed. I would say Rob Schneider took a lot away from this movie. Like, which is kind of crazy. Think about it. And then Diane Lane put it back in. <laughs> this is true. And, yeah, anyway, so uh, there you go. I'm going to say a three as well. Um, let's do this, Paul. What's your favorite? Um, what's your favorite Sylvester Stallone movie of all time? Ooh, favorite Sylvester Stallone movie of all time? Probably Rocky Four. Mine too. Ivan Drago. Oh my gosh! I must break you. And Stallone was jacked and baby oiled up like nobody's business. He was ripped. He was crazy ripped. And, and Dolph Lundgren was too. Yeah. Ran up a mountain. Here's what I'm going to say, folks. And and I'm a, I've said this before. I, I don't know if you guys understand this or know this, but I'm a big wrestling fan. Huge wrestling mm-hmm. fan. Mm-hmm. Wrestling for decades has played the game that is uh, the American versus what, whatever foreigner. I mean, just pick one. Um Always best when Russian. Right. And it's, and the Russian, oh my gosh, they're playing off the Cold War era. Mm-hmm. They're playing off of, these people can end us like that. But I'm going to end him now. Hey, and if uh, we can get along, <laughs> and, and I can uh, change, uh, you can change, <laughs> and you can change, <laughs> maybe we can all change. And then they're, they all stand up, and <laughs> Gorbachev stands up. <laughs> yeah, you may clap. You may clap. Rocky just clap. changed. Listen, the reason that we didn't get Newt, Rocky. Rocky. You're welcome. Right. Punched into the goozle. Um, yeah. Rock and roll. That's a good one. <laughs> Real solid Rocky movie. Rock and or roll. Um, I like that one a lot. Um, I will say if you like Sylvester Stallone in a fighting role, um, what's his face? What did I say? Uh, folks, listen to the uh, Paradise Alley episode of this you know another podcast. one of my favorites and i'm not sure i know the name but i just remember watching this movie all the time when i was little it was always on like tbs when he was a truck driver and oh he, over the, the top yeah yes. the arm wrestling competition oh my gosh okay let me, truck let me let me this. oh such a good flick. um again wrestling uh my one of my favorite wrestlers of all time is a guy named scott norton and he fought in wcw but he was big big, big in japan big in japan he was a gaijin, gaijin in Japan, which is in a foreign wrestler that's big time, right? Uh, Stan Hansen before him was that too. Anyway, Scott Norton, world, real life, world, like three-time world arm wrestling champion. This guy is like 6'3", 350 pounds, and a monster, I mean just a beast. And uh, bench press is 650 pounds. Like a legit four, any, uh, and then anyway, but he is in over the top, and Sylvester Stallone wrestle arm wrestles him. Hmm. It's pretty cool. 
really neat. Anyway, um, man, I love watching Over the Top. And whenever I think about Over the Top, you know what I think of, Paul? TBS on a Saturday. TBS, that's what on I'm like saying. a Saturday afternoon. Exactly, that's where I was watching. Or Sunday, Always we get the best back movies. home from, from dinner after church. And oh, look, oh, Over the Top's See, on. I'm going to watch it. Over the top, and then it was Overboard. That was always on. It was also oh, one of my favorites. Kurt Russell. And now Drumline. Oh, yeah. I can, I can, watch, I can watch Drumline 90% of the time every time. Real solid choice. Um, Let's do this. You and I and Phil here went to Planet Comic Con now two years. Bang, bang, bang. Two years in a row. But you gave three bangs. Bang, bang. On the door, baby. Bang, bang. All uh, over you. No, you know on I the, want it. All, no, it's the. It's a song. Anyway. You know I got it. Okay. Wait Pick, a no. minute, I can take you. There. Okay. Um. Would you say <laughs> that you enjoy going to those? It's one of the most fun weekends I have all year. Yeah. I look forward to it. It is fun. We get to have camaraderie and hangout time. Yeah. We get to eat special places. We Pretty get fantastic. to we get to have a great time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's just fun. Good Folks, times. When you have a chance to go to a comic convention, and it's not like what you probably expect. It's more of a pop culture convention a lot of times. Yeah, it is. Um, with with less Britney Spears though. Um, so I just feel like. That that experience has been one of my favorite experiences doing this show. It's been real cool. You're a key really part is. of that too. Well, I appreciate you saying you, so, Paul. You're really good at having fun. I, I've been trying to tell people that for has years. Has anyone ever told you that? <laughs> I, I don't really, know. And I'm not saying in a, in a negative way, folks. I'm not saying Paul's causing people to you know stumble or be problems. You're really good at having fun, and in that setting, it's 100 percent fun. Hundred percent awesome. It's good time. Phil, do you enjoy it? It's one hundred percent pure fun. But okay, riddle me this one. Let's talk a little bit about okay. life, life in general here. Let's do it. When you're younger, mm-hmm. let's say, and I felt like I I had that hundred percent feeling of fun probably in my early twenties, where you go, you gonna go. I'm gonna be in college. It's just you just get to have fun. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I, I worked a jo- you know some different jobs and that sort of thing, but I really was focused on college and getting to have fun. Yeah. And so the older you get, and in high school is that way too. If if you figure high it out, high school is like that for me. I got married young. College was kind of all business. I was working full time job time. You were serious time. about your you were trying to get something done. You were I mean, yeah, like I was just you know, I get go to school, get out of school. I have working a full time job, provide for family. That was the focus. But high school was like complete party fun time for me. It was all I cared about was fun. Yeah. But the older you get, and folks, if you're listening to this, you obviously um, you, you can understand where I'm going with this. That you you just have fewer times where you can just have a hundred percent fun, right? There's yeah. always something that has to be done. There's the old, always exactly. something. The there's always get, something. The more yes, exactly. And you don't get to just get to say, you know, I'm just gonna have fun. I'm gonna, you know, do just do what I want to do. And it's a, it's a fun time because of that. In our lives, it's hard to find times that are 100 percent fun and being a responsible adult because 
we have to all be responsible uh, responsible adults. I mean, you don't have to be. Yeah. But, you know. Anyway, I know you don't. They made that make any sense, but. It made sense. I like how you always end the podcast with like a deep life moment. I am. Um, <laughs> so I, here's the here's the point, folks. Find your time for a hundred percent fun. Hundred percent fun. You'll thank yourself later. I I think about weekends, and I know a lot of people. The weekend is the only time they can have a hundred percent. Everybody's working um, for I, the weekend. I'm in education, and. I get to have some summertime still yeah. as, you know. It's pretty cool. It's awesome. I'm in money making. And, uh, I know, but we're going to get you an education, bro. That's the goal. We're going to get you an education. You're going to be living the dream. Living the dream. Hanging out with high school kids and trying to teach them stuff. I Coach them. Yell at them. I like there yelling. We go. Yelling at kids is fun. Yelling at, yelling at kids is fun. Brought to you by one of America's finest educators, folks. <laughs> Woo! Yelling at kids is fun. Send yeah! your kid his way so yeah! he can yell at them all day. You kids better listen to me. I'm mad. <sighs> I know my rights. I know my rights. What? I got a degree. Oh, my gosh. Um, <laughs> You're in Jack's world now, kiddies. Mm-hmm. Drop them, give me a fitty. Coaches. Coach Ultramat's world. Um, I just, I don't know. I liked a rap song we did earlier. It's a rap. It's Judge Dredd, and it's a rap. Yeah, it's Judge Dredd, and it's a rap. You think any other podcast on the internet has rapped about Judge Dredd? Rapping about Judge Dredd, probably I'm going to say no. We are rapping. I think we're the number one podcast for Judge Dredd raps. talking over this song right now. I like it, though. We will do it all night, and you don't even know how. Rapping if we don't. Rapping if we do. If you break the law, Judge Dredd coming for you. Judge Dredd coming to your house today. Judge Dredd gonna blow criminals away. Judge Dredd coming to your house today. If you pay the price, then you're gonna have to... If you do the crime, then you're gonna have to pay. Break it down. Double whammy. In your jammies, don't matter where you are, just Jed's coming from afar. He's gonna get you if you break the law, no matter what. Everybody here gonna say, Judge Dredd, please don't leave me here, here, here dead. Judge Dredd. Miller Ultimate, everybody. Judge Dredd. Judge Dredd. Judge Dredd. Judge Judge Dredd. Court's adjourned. Um. So yeah. Anyway, there's Judge Dredd rap. You're uh, welcome. I wanted again. I want to thank our sponsor. Let us let us serve you a great chain restaurant with awesome selections in lettuce, folks. You get iceberg lettuce. You topped with ch- chopped up. Radishes, topped with minced up carrots, and then topped with gigantic chunks of red onion. Also, don't forget about their one combo coffee shop. Let us serve you. Let us serve you on the ground. Yes, and also, um, you can get some delicious, delicious treats at Let Us Serve You for dessert this month. All you can eat spoonfuls of Nutella. That's right. For dessert. All you can eat, spoonfuls of Nutella for only eight dollars. 
I really want to eat here, but I have a bad back. Do you have any tables that aren't on the ground? Well, luckily, if you go up, if you go up. <laughs> you can sit in our section on higher ground, and we, you can let us serve you on higher ground. And this is. <laughs> Those um, are barstool tables. You're exactly right. And um, we are so proud of this sponsorship with Let Us Serve You. That's right. A great place for great friends. Great iceberg lettuce served crisp, cold, just like you like it. They'll do everything you want as long as it fits into the possible options that they have. Um, Paul, you have anything else? Ah, uh, no. <laughs> How was that for you? Um, okay. Well, I um, I'm so glad you came by today. Thanks for having me over. Um, did you know? Did you know that we're on? Several radio stations. I heard that you were now syndicated. Okay, we are on, and this is no joke, folks. NPR. We are on, uh, we are on um, I'm going to get this wrong. K, no, WADR in Janesville, Wisconsin. Fox News. No. Galena. No. <laughs> no, this is real. This is oh. real. Uh, Caps Media Radio uh, in Ventura, California, which is pretty cool. KPPQ. Um, we are on KZ88 in Kabul. Oh my gosh, we're we're on. Um, where's the other one? I'm forgetting one. Oh, Montana, Missoula. How can I forget them? Um, 105.5, Missoula, Montana. They are phenomenal, and they play us every week. And we're also available online, many places, many great great spots. Um, so, folks, uh, it's 105.5 KFGM, Missoula, Montana. Uh, anyway, so yeah, you guys are rocking. Everyone's rocking. And a rolling, rocking, and a reeling, Barbara and Barbara. <laughs> Barbara and So to the dance, looking for. Oh. Paul's gonna sing us out. <laughs> and um, go ahead, Paul. I I really so we'll see you again soon on the Hormone Podcast. This is Jack signing off. See you soon. The Horror Movie Podcast is powered by RevolverPodcast.com and Orange Tie Web Design Marketing and Branding. The Horror Movie Podcast can be heard on great stations like 105.5 KFGM in Missoula, Montana. From Missouri to Missoula, 88.1 KZGM, South Central Missouri's public radio station, and weekly contributions on KPOV 88.9 High Desert Community Radio. Listen to us on iTunes, TheHorrorMoviePodcast.com, revolverpodcast.com and anywhere podcasts are found. Went to the dance I'm looking for, for a man saw Bob Aranzo I thought I'd take a chance Bob Please take my hand you got me rockin' and rollin', rockin' and rollin', Bobber and 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 Bobber and